This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, Twins. 8 o'clock pregame. Oakland A's 835 first pitch right here in Newstock 830 WCCO. Uh, joining us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Joe Vavra, former hitting coach for the Minnesota Twins Detroit Tigers. The American League right now, the average average is 235. Uh, as they say in the old school, that, that ain't very good. Uh, why? why? Why are the averages so low now? And does that matter at all? Does that make it less entertaining, more entertaining? Uh, is it about long ball? And, and yet you're seeing philosophically Cleveland has decided to play small ball. And they're hitting 292 as a team. The Twins are now somewhere in between. We can't quite figure it out. Last night they played small ball. Some nights they're trying to hit home runs. It's hard to say. Um, and you can't really do that by feel. You can't just say, oh, tonight we're going to hit home runs. Tomorrow night we're going to hit singles. But uh, it's interesting to see that they've come to some moderation and, and some kind of a hybrid there that we're not quite sure exactly how it works. Uh, Joe Vavra has seen it all. He saw the evolution of this game. He saw it become a... And, you know, four-seam fastball and swing as hard as you can. And, and and I'm not sure what the end result is on that, but he joins us now. Joe, always good to visit with you. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, always good to talk to you. Uh, as, as you've watched the evolution of this game and, and the swing from the heels, and now it's seen, do you see, are more teams dialing it back a little bit and saying we, we can't live with the home runner? What, what are we seeing here? You know, I think so. It's going to be, I think it's going to cycle back. Uh you see more guys uh, toning it down, choking up, going the other way, um, and then you you got the guys that physically are so uh, you know they're so used to trying to put everything they got into every every uh, swing that they really can't tone it down, and they're going to be the same type of guy. So once you once you learn that and you become pretty much pull oriented, you it's really hard to slow that bat down, and and then uh, you basically basically have a kind of vicious cycle with all the different clubs doing it and game kind of looks ugly for the old purists that want to see on base percentage and they want to see batting averages and they want to see guys uh, put the ball in play and they're tired of seeing guys you know walk back to the bench with runners in scoring position because they struck out looking and you know i think it's going to cycle back but uh it is what it is right now it's just the way that the base hits are weighted differently well, okay, so 235, the average average for uh, is pretty low for uh, the American League. Uh, that means there's a lot of frustration, a lot of players heading back to the dugouts, whether they you know flew out, popped out, struck out, grounded out, whatever it is, it's not fun. Um, what does that do to the psyche of a player, or do they not measure themselves anymore by batting average? Has that all changed? Well, it, there's there's a whole lot more analysis going into it. You know, everybody's hard to pull out. You know, they try to read the pictures on 
you know, their probability of what they're going to throw in certain counts. And it's a lot of information. I mean, uh, we had a lot of trouble with, uh, you know, Marlin guys coming up and, and then, uh, you know, trying to remember certain counts and, you know, go through the whole counts with certain pitcher and remember what he's throwing in, in those counts. And, you know, and then they got to look at the little card at the end. And it really kind of takes away from just playing the baseball, see the ball, hit the ball, have natural ability. So they're, so they're trying to kind of pre-calculate what's coming up, and then they're going for it. They're just swinging all, you know, swinging hard as they can to just, just try to get the end result. So, so what you're saying is that you might sit them down beforehand, or somebody might sit them down and say, "Okay, you're facing Justin Verlander tonight. If the count's two and one, and there's less than two outs, and guy on uh, first and second, he's probably going to throw you this." And 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 that all sounds fine, right? Because you want the probabilities in your favor. But now you're sitting in the box, and you're going. Now, what was it they said about Verlander? Two and one, two outs, slider. I mean, I mean, is, is that what's happening to some of them? Yeah, exactly. Well, the starters are easy because you know you 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 kind of know that what their habits are. The bullpen guys a little bit more challenging to try to figure out what they, you know, what pitch they like to use in certain counts, higher percentage. And, you know, I, I usually try. I try to simplify it. The more I knew, I think the dumber I got as a hitting coach because I tried to instill upon the players everything that I knew and it was really hard for them to, to grasp it, you know, rather than, you know, let's, let's, let's do this in this situation. This situation presents itself here. What are you, what are you going to go up there looking for? And then you get two strikes, you got to choke up at the ball and play and then uh, just, you know, live with it, live with that at bat. So, um, it's just it's just different right now. Joe Vavra is our guest, former hitting coach for the Minnesota Twins and Detroit Tigers. Uh, I talked to Rod Carew during spring training, and we were talking about different philosophies, and obviously it's uh, in, in stark contrast to the era that he grew up in and the, and the philosophical beliefs that he had as a hitter and a hitting coach. But he made an interesting point to me that I hadn't thought about, uh, Joe, when we were talking, and it merits at least consideration because I think it's an important piece of, you know, uh, of what you want sports to be about. He said, we're eliminating the small player from the game. We're eliminating the 5'9 and 5'10 kid who can make contact, and we're discouraging him from playing baseball. We have a tough enough time getting kids to play baseball because there used to always be a spot for anybody. It, you, there, there was something you could do. Could you put the ball in play? Could you, you know, you're a punch hitter, you're a power hitter. Either way, there's value. You can do something that creates value for the team. And his concern was that we're discouraging too many kids. You know, and you look at some of these. I mean, I don't think people really realize this, Joe. You do. I mean, you look at a few years ago, Baltimore's infield. I think they didn't have a guy under six three or six four, and they're not far from that right now. Even the Twins. I mean, what's Kepler six four? Buxton six two six three. Korea six three six four. Sano six five. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, you don't realize this, but it, it's become a big man's game, and and that's not necessarily good for our kids growing up. No, it's always been a sport where any size, you know, you can you can fit on the ball field. No matter what size you are, you have something to present. You know, it might be a great glove and speed, and others might be a bat, and some guys are bigger and might be a little power. But there are there are quite a few guys that have you know tried to dial it up a notch. You know, there's there's the Mookie bats. You know, there's a lot of guys that aren't that big that really can can generate a lot of bat speed. You know, Atlanta's got a couple guys there that are pretty small and they they do the job. I mean, you know, I. Uh, I think there's still room for that. It's just it's really challenging when, when uh, all these little guys are trying to they're trying to hit like big guys uh, from you know little league on up, and uh, it just doesn't equate for them down. You know, when they start getting to high school and, they, and there's a lot of swing and miss going on. They're not going to get looked at too too uh, unfavorably by uh, 
you know, college ranks and professional careers as well. Well, a few years ago, you were there. I mean, Brian Dozier hit, what, 42 home runs to second baseman. If you and I were growing up, you said you can get a second baseman, hit 42 home runs. You'd say, who in that? Is Rogers Hornsby coming back or what? Uh, he did that, and he had a good year, but I, I, I categorically, I don't know if you consider it a great year, uh, the way things all turned out, but, but, but that's when I said, boy, there's the turning point because Dozier learned what it takes to stay in the big leagues, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, he knew what his weakness was, and he attacked his weakness, uh, that high fastball that challenged him up because that's when the game was kind of changing the strike zone. It was going from a low, low strike zone to, to mid, mid, well, I guess about belt line to a little bit higher than the belt line. And then, uh, you know, so the, ump, uh, so the uh, strike zone went a little higher. And uh, guys like Dozier, that are a little small, you know, <laughs> they're down a little bit. They got to get on top of that. They cheat, got challenged up top quite a bit. And he made the adjustments. And, uh, you know, balls up in the eyes used to go pretty far. Now, Byron Buxton, when he bats leadoff, uh, you know, sometimes you want your leadoff guy to go deep in count so people can see it, but that, that's not the theory with him, is it? it, it it's the first good pitch you get, you take your best rip, right? I think he's learned over the years. You know, he's, got, he's got tremendous talent. So, um, I think he's just learned what he can do and what, he, what he's really good at. And I think you know, his, his approach right now, obviously, is working for him, so he's staying with it. And he's having success. And, you know, if, uh, if they pitch out of the strike zone, he's... He's way more disciplined than he used to be, so he gets himself some pretty good counts. Carlos Correa is um, coming back here shortly, uh, maybe as soon as tomorrow from from his injury. But uh, you've seen him more than we have. You played against him. What, what do you see from him as a hitter? Well, you know what he's he's been that guy that's been able to handle the bat. You know, he he's been able to go uh, all ninety degrees, go sideline to or, or foul pole to foul pole, and. Um, and yet, you know, when he played in Houston, of course, that left field porch is pretty, uh, you know, pretty, pretty enticing. Pretty short, so yep. pretty, yeah, enticing. So, you know, you're able to try to get the head out and just kind of pull it. So, I, but I think he's really good at, at different ballparks. I don't recall what he hit, you know, home versus away, but I think he's pretty good because, you know, as far as him staying up the middle, going the other way, he's pretty good at that. So he's one of those guys that can. You know, he's just got that ability. He's got that bad ability, so that's why that's why he's a marquee player. He is now. Now, last the, the Twins are playing in Oakland tonight, and 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 the reputation of the Oakland ballpark uh, is is a strange ballpark because it's a, is, it's one of the few you know real football stadiums that's used as a baseball park as well. But but on the on the damp nights in May, the ball's not going to travel much at night. It has always been the theory. Do, do you adjust hitting to to ballparks and weather conditions, or is that thinking too much for your player? It's kind of thinking too much for the most part. Uh, most guys, you know, they get they get kind of fooled because you go out to Oakland and it's sunny out there in the afternoon and the weather's a little bit warmer and then all of a sudden that game time temperature comes in and coolness comes the ball doesn't travel and you kind of get you, you, a veteran understands that and uh, you know guys that has good bat ability they they can move that ball around pretty good and have success out there. A lot of foul ground that always comes into play. That always carries for a couple, three more outs in a game. But I don't think the, the approach, I don't think we try to get anybody to really change the approach, you know, based on what the weather is going to be at game time versus uh, batting practice. And how's your son doing? Well, Taryn has, uh, he, he started out great in Norfolk. He's, then he kind of had a, a hamstring injury that he's nursing along right now. So he's been on the shelf for a few weeks here. So, Hopefully he'll get himself back here in the next couple of weeks and get it going again. Yeah, Dad's got to go out and watch some baseball. He needs to get healthy. 
Yeah, that's for sure. I, I got the Gophers game on now. I got one, you know, Trey's assistant at, yeah. at the Gophers. I got to watch that. I'm watching that game. They're playing Omaha tonight, game. yeah. Yeah, and Tanner's there because Omaha's in their conference, so he's watching them with, you know, via, um, you know, sitting in the stands because he's scouting them for St. Thomas. So, <laughs> um, he's trying to get a one-up on them. But anyway. Good. I'm glad to hear there's no lack of baseball conversation in the Vavra House still. <laughs> you know, I try, to, I try to stay out of it. They they talk amongst themselves pretty good on a daily basis, which is great. And then they tie me in. We all talk every day, but they tie me in. We don't, we don't get into a lot of theory and stuff like that. They, they're pretty good about understanding how the game should be played and which way they need to go and how they, how they need to grow in it, you know, with the, the current trends and everything that's going on within the game. Joe, appreciate it very much. We'll tap into you again soon, but always good to visit with you. All right, Mike. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Joe Vavra, hitting coach. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.